Welcome back to Two Crows Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, and I have Grayson with me. (laughs) And Grayson also brought some guests today and is our first official guest. And we're recording on Friday the 13th in October. So spooky. So spooky and exciting. Uh, And I found Grayson on my For You page on TikTok and was just so drawn to her. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> thank you I appreciate you saying that it's kind of all them um, oh it was all of you <laughs> so sweet I think that they just have such an energy about them that it's kind of hard to look away that's the yeah way <laughs> and for you that are on audio you may want to actually go over to the video but we'll try to make it as entertaining for you on audio as well um, <laughs> but Grayson collects wonderful dolls, or the dolls collect Grayson. I'm not really sure which way it is. Yeah, I feel like they kind of collect me at this point. (laughs) I don't really have a say in who comes home with me. I loved your video that said um, that you weren't going to get any more dolls, but then you, like, got three more. (laughs) Yeah, I got four more yesterday, and then I have another one on the way that'll be here tomorrow. So I'm very excited because... So that went out the window. (laughs) Yeah, the one that's coming tomorrow is actually a haunted doll already confirmed. I've seen videos of her lighting up her cat ball and stuff. So very excited about that. That is so exciting. What? So going back to the beginning, what got you into collecting them? So as a kid, my grandpa always used to buy me porcelain dolls for my birthday and stuff. And I hated them. So scared of them. I, I didn't want them around me. And my mom would make them disappear for the most part. But one of them I did hang on to and she's all the way in the back back there. I can bring her out if you'd like me to. But um, I don't know when I moved out on my own, it just started happening. They started calling to me in thrift stores and stuff. And somehow we accumulated this. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Uh, I remember growing up because my grandpa is the one who bought me porcelain dolls too. And growing up, my cousin who lives in Arizona, I went to her house and she has a room just full of them. And I loved it. (laughs) That is amazing. I, that's what I'm hoping to achieve one day. I have even more dolls in storage, but I want to get the the, all the walls lined with dolls and everything. (laughs) I love it so much. Um, So what would you say so do you feel drawn to different dolls at different times or we went four years almost without getting another doll I was really just not drawn to anyone in particular and then it like I said started up again but um in specifics I'll talk about her real quick this is Charlotte um and she actually called to me in a thrift store because she was playing music and I had no idea where this music was coming from multiple people in the store were like what's that sound and I followed it and I found out that it was a doll and so she was my second doll in the collection and that's kind of what started them calling to me (laughs) I I love that video well I'll link your your TikTok so people can see them uh in the description but the in the video what you're talking about her and the music starts playing and you're not even touching it (laughs) Yeah, she just does that randomly sometimes. Like, I, I'll i go weeks without touching her, and then all of a sudden she'll just start playing music. I'm like, girl, hey, I know. I know you're here. And 
like you, I was kind of scared of them when I was little myself of having them. I liked looking at them and other people's dolls. But then when my grandpa started getting them for me, I would either turn them around and like have them in my closet. Or like... Yeah, I did that too. I would hide them in my closet. And sometimes my mom would try to scare me by hiding them in my bed or something. <laughs> Are we sure it was your mom now? <laughs> <laughs> she told me it was she told me it was but I'm so curious about your dolls I just yeah. want to look at them so the first one that he got me is the uh actually it was this one and oh she God. was part of the Victoria collection and I have had them out of their boxes but they like to for me it feels like they like to go back in them when I'm done with like having them out yeah. um and they've been in the room that was my room before this one, because um, I had like a display, but I'll be renting that room out. So I'm bringing them back up here now. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, this was the second one he got me. And it was really random. Just one day, um, the plastic had ripped off. And I wasn't sure if it was because it was hot or what happened. But I find random things in the bottom of her box. Oh, I love that. Like right now, there's. Let me see if I can get it out. This was. Like, what is this? It's like a top to a. She's I don't know what this is. She's collecting I... things. Oh, I love that. That's a vibe. Oh, and there's a, a Padres pin in here, too. That, that's. <laughs> that, that I haven't seen in years. <laughs> I love that. That I wish my dolls would do that. Y'all can start doing that if you want to, girls. Go collect things. And this was a um so this one he actually left to me um when he passed away. Oh. And so she's the only one who's never been out of her box, but I don't know. I, I want to take her out of her box, but like part of me is like, I don't know. Uh, I love that yours are in such good condition because some of mine are just falling apart and their hair's all matted and stuff. I have two like that. <laughs> I found them in a thrift store and their eyes were all scratched out, like gl glossy. Uh, and they're downstairs in my oddity room. And I went to go get them this morning and I couldn't find them. So I'm like, maybe they don't want to come up. I have a similar situation right now. I have a couple of dolls that I've been searching everywhere for and I cannot find them. So I'm thinking that maybe they want to be rehomed or something. So I might have to put some up on my Etsy if that's the case. Yeah. <laughs> if I can track then, them down. Yeah. Then if they sell, then you know that they wanted to go somewhere. <laughs> I, yeah. I've been asking some of my dolls if they're comfortable here, if they'd want to go somewhere else, even though I don't really want to part with them for selfish reasons. But and so then you seems to like it here. And you use a couple different ways to talk to them. It depends on the doll, right? Of how they communicate. Yeah. So most of my active ones have cat balls on them right now that they can light up on their own. So I don't I know. I saw one anyone... lighting up earlier. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if anyone will do that right now because they just got them yesterday, so they're not super used to them. I've had two of them use them so far, so that's exciting. Um, Kirsten loves the EMF, and she actually told me that she wants it on while we're doing this, so I'm just okay. going to turn it on for her and awesome. see if she can light that up. 
she has knocked that over when she gets upset so hopefully she doesn't do that today we don't want to upset you (laughs) yeah I told her today like it's a safe place we're not gonna try to provoke you or anything you just take it at your own pace so and we believe in you (laughs) and I also have dowsing rods and I've got quite a few dolls that are into these so I think this is probably the easiest for them to communicate right now and then in some of the videos I've noticed some orbs too around some of the dolls okay have you seen that in multiple videos because I've only seen it in one I think there were two that I saw it I'll try to find the other one because it would it it had come up on my for you page before I saw the video of you talking about it when I saw them okay so I'll try to find the one that I saw them in first Yeah, that's that's really interesting because um, I have a friend that's a medium and she has a YouTube channel and everything. Um, And she told me that Charlotte always has orbs around her. So Mm -hmm. I'm trying to capture more of that and try to be a little bit more observant with what's going on with them. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, So how many years have you been collecting them? Oh my gosh, Um, probably like eight years, maybe I would say. So some of these have been around with me for quite some time. And, you know, the longer they're around, the less I want to part with them. So I'm hoping that they don't want to leave. Definitely. Do you have have any other friends that that collect dolls or other objects? No, everyone doesn't understand this. I feel like anyone who's met the dolls is like, okay, girl, (laughs) I don't want to look at them too long. My boyfriend is a little bit more okay with it, but I don't think anyone really understands it the way that we do. I'm glad your boyfriend understands because I, so I've collected um, oddities for a Mm -hmm. long time and I even bought my house that I have right now because it felt haunted. Okay. I'm here for that. Good haunting. haunting. Good thing. Like nothing bad at all ever. Um, I talked about one um, a while back on here, but the first, the first one that happened, I was just in my room. Um, My ex-husband was here and it was the other room that I was talking about and the door opened and I saw a figure and I thought it was one of my kids at first. And then the door just like slammed. And then I heard something run away. I go and open the door. All my kids are asleep. Um, the, I have cameras like down the hallway. It caught nothing. Nothing was on the camera. Oh, that's weird. Um, and we both saw it. It wasn't just me. (laughs) And another time, um, it just looked like they were checking on like a, like a parent checking on a child kind of at night. Mm -hmm. It's what it felt like and looked like. And so I was like, is the child like sick and they didn't know what to say or like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. then another time the kids were all gone. And I was up in this room and I heard a slam and I had someone with me. Someone just threw the cat ball. Oh no. Okay. I, I we'll think talk about that, you again. Yeah, I think that was Georgia that did that. Um, so the I heard a slam and so I went downstairs, which was two floors below me. And the door was open. So the front door and the storm door both opened separately like this. And they were both open. And the cats were outside. So I have three, I, sorry, two cats. And they were both outside. And so, and I had a camera on the inside and the outside of my house. 
and it caught him and nothing slammed. They just like slowly both creaked open. I don't know what slam I heard. There was nothing on the camera. And so I got the cats back inside, closed both the doors. And there's like a bunch of orbs too. I'm going to find the video and I'm going to post it on, on TikTok. Because... <laughs> I want to see that. That's really cool. Um, I might have to like screen record it if I can't find it on my phone, but, but I know where I saved it. But yeah, it was really, I don't know. It didn't feel malicious. It's like, did the cats just want to go outside and you just like let them out? What oh, was the big thought? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, mine is currently yeah. haunted, but like not really in a good way. Oh no. Yeah, we have a spirit that's attached to the house that does not like my dog for some reason and really does not like him being up on the bed. So anytime he gets up on our bed, the spirit will like torment him until he leaves. And it makes me so sad. You know, I've been trying to like cleanse the house and just nothing is working. I've been doing it for four months at least and nothing has worked. So yeah, I know it's not one of my girls though. It's just something attached to the house. Yeah. Gosh, that's sad. Mine, I think, I think it's the person who built the house. Um, he, so I went to the historical society. My house is uh, Queen Anne Victorian with a tower. Oh, okay. it, looks, it looks haunted looking at it. But <laughs> love those. <laughs> um, but they, so the owner of the house is the one who built all of the Victorian homes here. And mm-hmm. after he finished, a couple months later, he died of smallpox in the house. After 10 years, he t- it took him 10 years to build the house because oh he was slowly doing it while building the other ones. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you finished it and then died. That's kind of sad. <laughs> so I think he just likes still living in it because he built it for himself and then didn't yeah. really get to enjoy it in life. At least like you're there and you appreciate the work and everything, so not just going to someone who would demolish it or renovate it to the point where it's unrecognizable which they did to all but three four of the victorian houses here that's sad i know where everything is really well preserved like that so that's one thing i do appreciate about where i'm at oh good Yeah. yeah here they because the houses were so big they tore them down and then built more houses on the properties. Oh. And I'm surprised they didn't on this one because it has. So when they built the house, it had the whole block um, for the house. And then they had a duplex as well on the same property that the wife lived in after he died because they didn't know how long smallpox lingered in the house or anything. So they just kind of left it. And um, then she slowly partialed off pieces of the land and then they developed houses on that and there's still an acre left here just in the middle of town but and no other house has an acre did you guys see that <laughs> hi <laughs> hey kirsten do you want to be part of this <gasps> did you like that story <laughs> yeah i was thinking maybe she's like into the victorian house stories <laughs> interesting awesome. i'm glad that she uh would participate Thanks, Kirsten. If you want to light up your cat ball, you can do that. She did it once yesterday, and I was really surprised that she would do it. That's She's awesome. Very, very much a on her terms kind of person. Mm-hmm. 
I guess she's settling down now. I had to give her a little toy the other day of a cat. So she's got a little calico critter attached to her stand, and she's very <laughs> possessive of it now. When I gave it to her, she was lighting up the EMF like crazy for 45 seconds straight. So she yeah. was just like, thank you, thank you, thank you. What I find funny so with my collections, so my whole main floor, I wanted to keep it very period appropriate and bring in things from the era. And so I have an oddity room and then my dining room and the parlor down there are all very period appropriate. And it felt like the house was happy when I did that. Like, but I didn't bring in a bunch of modern stuff to the house. I love and, that. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I hear things all the time. I brought in a player piano. It's from 1890, I want to say. And so it's a foot pump one, and I, I hear it all the time. Like, n no kids home, nothing, and I just hear, like, a couple notes, and I'm like, oh, they're playing. They're having fun. Hopefully they're dancing. <laughs> I love that. I wish I could have stuff like that. I think a lot of people in my life find that to be kind of off-putting, but I think that that's sweet. So I'm glad I that it is, too. I invite it. I'm like, as long as you're not doing anything mean... And it does scare me sometimes. Like I have, there's been items I have not purchased for the house that I wanted to because they didn't feel right. And I didn't want to bring anything into what's already here that's malicious and going to cause bad energy with them. And people think I'm weird too. Um, so, but I'm like, it's no weirder than you guys obsessed with a football team and thinking you're the coach. Like what's exactly I think we all have our, our own hyper fixations and such and pretty stuff just happens to be ours <laughs> yeah and I get such mixed things so a lot of the older population in town that have always lived here because this is a small town in the midwest mm. uh they remember the house like growing up and that it like had sat empty for a little while because no one wanted to live in it and that their grandparents told them stories about the house. And then I invite them in. I used to do historic home tours here and until COVID um, with the historic home society would do them every December. And I loved it because people would come in there. They would have memories in this house or as a kid, they played with the other kids that lived here. And there's such mixed reviews about the older people they either think it's really cool that I kept the main floor like looking really historically accurate um, and then other ones are like these are weird things you have in your house like <laughs> no I love that though like historic home tours is one of my favorite things to do if I can find them in my area I'm going so I mm -hmm. love that yeah uh, I think what's off-putting to them is I have a lot of dead things and I have a lot of medical supplies and things like that but yeah that's uh, something that people don't really understand I suppose I want to save it I don't want it to like go to someone who's not going to appreciate it or throw it away I go to a lot of um like I don't know uh what do they call estate sales mm -hmm. and family are just like getting rid of things and I'm like how can you get rid of these things Oh, I'm the same way. I'm kind of like a memory hoarder. If there's some sort of memory attached to it, even if it's not mine, it's just someone I know, I'm keeping it. And then I can't part with it. I've got a yeah. real bad problem with that, as this probably shows. <laughs> but I feel the same way about the spirits. Like once I realize that there's a spirit in the doll, I'm like, wait, I can't 
part with you now because I can't let you go to someone who doesn't appreciate this. Exactly. So if they do want to go somewhere else, you want to vet them and make sure that they're going to be someone who's going to appreciate it. Absolutely. I wouldn't want them to go to someone who doesn't respect them and doesn't respect their wishes because like Sabrina right here, she doesn't really like animals all that much. And Mm -hmm. I have animals, but I keep them away from her and I would be so scared that she would go to someone's house and they would have all these animals all over her because they don't know the story or they don't respect it you know it's like that kind of thing that makes me nervous to have them put up for adoption and so I know that they're gonna ask this in the in the comments so I'm gonna ask it how how do you receive the messages from them do you feel them I do get a lot of feelings and like you were saying if I get a bad feeling in a store about something I'm not going to bring it home with me so I do kind of give them a little check but my whole life I've been very in tune with things I used to see ghosts as a kid and I I still kind of do but it's more so feelings and I will hear things mm-hmm. um and I read tarot for 10 years I was doing tarot readings for people all around the US And um, yeah, so I kind of use my channeling abilities with the equipment to kind of amplify everything and bring it all together. Awesome. She's been flickering a little bit, but not as much as she was earlier. She's tired. (laughs) She does get tired. Like sometimes she'll be going crazy and then I'm like, do you want to stop now? Are you feeling tired? And she's like, yeah, girl, turn it off. Like, I can imagine how much energy that is to manipulate mm-hmm. things around you. Because yeah, I know I, I get, I, I I get tired. Have, like, thank you for doing that. I'm, I know it probably takes a lot. I know it's pretty overwhelming with all these new devices coming in. But, yeah, I think that she's pretty happy with things that light up specifically. And she can probably see that she's manipulating it. It's not just a little movement or something. It's something that you can actually visually see. Yeah, I always tell her how pretty it looks when she lights up all the lights. And I think she gives her a little bit of encouragement. She likes that. So I, I hope someone will light up their cat ball today. I I just got them yesterday, like I said. So it might be a little bit too soon, but fingers crossed. And um, just... For you, because I know different people have different thoughts or feelings about this, what do you feel like the spirits are in them? Is it the doll itself or something else that attached to the doll? Um, For what I've noticed in like talking with them, they are human spirits that have attached themselves to the dolls. I know that um, Alicia right here with the red hair, she had red hair as a kid before she passed away. So she attached herself to the doll because it looks like her and it feels like her um Kirsten feels the same way so I think that's kind of the theme with a lot of my dolls I haven't Mm -hmm. noticed any entities or anything like not human with them so that's good yeah I I feel the same way so (laughs) I think it's they they might need to be rehomed if I discover any entities or anything that's negative I don't want that here so no no and you don't want that for the other dolls either Definitely not. I do ask them, like, do you like this other specific doll? Like, I try to see if there's any dolls that they don't like in here, just so I can kind of get a feel for everybody. And there are so certain dolls that really like each other, so I keep them together, things like that. I like that. We kind of yeah. test out the friendships. 
<laughs> yeah, and I know that Kirsten is really excited about the spirit doll that's coming, Nancy. I've been asking her about her a lot, and she says that she's already met her in spirit in some capacity, and she's really excited for her to be here. So that's, that's good. Exciting. I can't wait to see those videos. When is she coming? She's coming tomorrow. So I'm sure I'll probably do like an <laughs> unboxing or something like that if I'm able to. That's uh, cool. Do you have any dolls that you don't feel like have anything attached to them? Yeah, I, I do have quite a few that I don't really get that energy from. Um, like there are a couple that are in the back back there that I don't really feel much from. Um, and most of the ones that are down here on the shelf, I don't really get that vibe from, except for Becky. Becky does kind of, I'll bring her up, but she, she does light up the cat ball from time to time. Uh, but she doesn't have a face really just eyes and freckles <laughs> that's cool I I've never seen a doll like like I've seen them with no face at all but not with just minimal face yeah I've never seen anything like that either my boyfriend got me that for Christmas and I just thought that was so funny he said it reminded him of me so oh yeah, but there's yeah. that don't have attachments to them or, or at least aren't comfortable showing that to me but mm -hmm. maybe it'll open up I don't know I have some objects that I have that I feel like have energy to them but it's not a spirit it's like the things that happened around the object like the residuals e yeah but it's not like an actual person or entity it's like just energy from being in a location for so long mm -hmm. uh I have a, so I did, I've been a mortgage loan originator for a long time and I was a branch manager at a big bank and in the basement, they still had a bunch of stuff from way back when, um, this particular branch had been there since I want to say 18, like the 1890s, 1880s. Oh. And so they still had stuff from like way back then when it was a different bank technically than this bank bought it. And there was a mortgage rate calculator and it's huge. It's like this, <laughs> uh, like iron. It's so heavy and there's glass and there's like a, I'll make a video about it. There's like a magnifying glass on it. So you can like check the rates based on different things. And it's, it's really interesting. And so I was leaving uh, being a branch manager to go be a mortgage loan originator. And I asked them if I could have the mortgage rate calculator that was down there, like what, what's down there. And so I went down there like, okay, if you can carry it yourself to the car, you can have it. And I was like, deal. So I carried that. <laughs> it took me about an hour of like taking breaks on each step. <laughs> if you want something, you're going to get it. I feel that way. But I feel like sometimes when I walk by it, I'll smell like cigar smoke and like different things that, and like whiskey, like different things that they would have been doing in the branch back then, like when they're signing on their mortgages or <laughs> and it's very interesting. I don't feel a specific entity to it, but I feel the energy like from the bank and from like finance and things around it. And it's very interesting. <laughs> I like that. That's a really interesting object. That's not something you just see every day. She's flickering in again. Hey. Have you been in a bank? <laughs> yeah, she's like, I want to go to the bank. 
I, I miss my dolls want to travel. I wonder <laughs> about that sometimes. Like if they'd want to go to the grocery store or something with me. People would probably think I'm crazy, but they deserve to have that experience. I think so. And what if you had like a backpack or something that like just their head or was sticking out so they could see or I yeah, don't I feel like I'd probably put them in a tote bag or something. Like when I take my orders to the post office, I might put them in there. Maybe they'd like to do something like that. I'll have to ask. That would be fun. I mean, I wouldn't think it's weird, but. <laughs> I know a lot of people would. I live in a very conservative kind of area. And I think a lot of people would give me looks. They already do just based off my appearance, but, you know, I'm used to it. So what's the doll going to do? <laughs> yeah. I so right now like I've so I have autism and like my thing is like the oddities and the and so I've having my podcast I've been able to explore a lot of it and people other people have come to me finding the same things interesting and I feel a sense of community about it right now I'm refurbishing a coffin I found on the side of the road into a throne and I think the coffin was like a wood shop project I don't think anyone was in it yeah it's not used Uh, no no and it's very like rudimentary it's not like a coffin you would find in a store but it's definitely a coffin and it had the lid and everything and it was on the side of the road and I've I've stained it I stained it purple and I'm gonna build a throne in it and it's gonna go my bedroom's in the attic it's gonna go over (laughs) here where my squishmallows are like in the middle of that doorway Oh, that's a cool spot. And I I know, I like it. It feels cozy when I'm over there. <laughs> and that's my, like, safe space. That's kind uh, of cool over here, too. Like, I'm hanging yeah. out my safe spot. But that'll eventually be my podcasting area over there. And I want it to look very, I don't know, spooky. <laughs> that's a cool thing to find on the side of the road, too. And that's a cool mm-hmm. thing I find. And when I when I picked it up, uh, one of my TikTok friends, I made a video right afterwards when it was in the back of my car, like had to get it shoved in there some way. It barely fit. And I'm like, you're going to kill me. But <laughs> I just picked up a coffin on the side. <laughs> That's how I feel when I get new dolls and my boyfriend comes home. I'm like, you're going to kill me, but I got new dolls. <laughs> now let me introduce you. <laughs> Yeah, I did that yesterday. I brought him in here and I was like, so I got new dolls. Say hi to him. <laughs> Does he live there with you? Yeah, I, I try to keep the dolls in my own space. So they're in my office and they're away from everything. But um, I did have a case of them downstairs for a while. And he's like, I just try not to look at it. <laughs> so he, he likes to express myself, but he just doesn't want to see it all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I've had that. My uh, previous partner would get really weirded out by things, but also encouraged me to get them. Like, didn't discourage me, but would just be like another one. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's how my boyfriend is. I'm very thankful because I dated someone that would literally throw my dolls in a closet because they just oh. hated them so much, and that broke my heart. <laughs> yeah, and it's okay to not be into the same thing. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what's so interesting about my boyfriend and I is we have very different styles, but it just kind of works and we just accept each other. Yeah, what is he into? 
he's really into video games and stuff okay. like that the more nerdy aspect of things and I'm into some of that too but he definitely is more knowledgeable about that kind of thing and yeah I'm, and I'm, I'm about the paranormal <laughs> see that kind of goes into what I was saying about sports video games too it's another thing that is very similar and if you looked at it a different way people would think it was weird that you're really into this other life <laughs> yeah we both have the the special interest kind of mm-hmm. thing going on but mm-hmm. he's very skeptical of the paranormal, so he's been really liking all these devices because he believes in the science of it. So um, he's starting to believe about my dolls now because he sees the device with the proof. And honestly, looking over it scientifically and with like the knowledge and degrees or degree that I have, um, first I was pre-med and then I switched to business, but then I minored in social work as well. But looking at the energies and things they have it has to go somewhere like energy doesn't just stop yeah energy <laughs> does not die no and with how many people experience the same things or similar things like something is going on it, yeah. it can't be nothing <laughs> so. yeah I agree I definitely feel the same way and that's kind of what we've talked about before he's he's just on the fence kind of skeptical he kind of believes but he kind of doesn't like, does he feel silly for believing? I don't know. I think he just tries to convince himself otherwise. Like, sometimes he'll experience something paranormal and he'll believe it for a day. And then the next day he's like, mm, well, actually, I think it was this. I don't think it was paranormal. So, I don't know. But with the devices, he definitely believes in that. Yeah. Do you go, do you like to go to different haunted places? I do, but I haven't in a while because, um, like I said, I'm very spiritually sensitive. Mm-hmm. And I feel like every time I was going to a place, the people I was going to with, they, they would have really bad experiences. Like my boyfriend almost fainted one Aww. time to a place. And that happened to one of my friends as well, a uh, different time. So kind of stopped doing that for a little bit because I felt like I was maybe bringing something out and it was affecting my friends. Well, if I'm ever in the area, we can definitely go. I've never had a negative experience anywhere. And even in like, even in the sad and like more evil places, I feel like, I don't know if it's from my grandfather. So my grandfather is Siksika, Native American. um, And he taught me a lot through energy and spirits and different things and how to protect yourself so I I think just from a young age and learning how to protect myself from negative things maybe I just repel them and only the positive things come that's Um, good yeah I definitely learned how to keep the bad stuff away but I'm always still kind of hesitant and skeptical about it I'm like what if it finds a way in (laughs) yeah or maybe it is finding a way into the other people with you so so I've never taken anyone I put like a protective bubble around one of my friends one time after she had a bad experience and she said that and I didn't tell her I was doing this either I just kind of did it and she said that she just immediately felt better out of nowhere and she didn't know why and that was the exact moment where I put the little bubble around her so at least I know that I have that I can I can put a little protective bubble around people if I need to does your um, medium friend uh because you seem like a medium yourself um Mm -hmm. Does she help with with channeling some things? And mm-hmm. she channels a lot of my family members for me on the other side, which is really fun. We've been talking um, 
about two or three years now. So she knows a whole lot about my life and she's really bonded with my grandpa on the other side, which is really fun. <laughs> oh, I love that. I've always, that has never been my gift, but I have friends who that is. And I, I envy them sometimes. I'm like, ah, oh. they're like, don't envy me. There's a lot that I don't, <laughs> that doesn't feel good that happens. Yeah. Right. I, I'm very in tune with like emotions and stuff. So I kind of take that take that in and so I have to find that balance of not keeping it around after it's hit me yeah that's one thing I definitely learned with doing tarot readings because if you don't protect yourself and you don't cleanse yourself that stuff sticks around and it can make you physically sick and that happened to me so I done tarot readings for years too and I never I personally didn't want to get paid for them. Like I would only accept tips like afterwards. I didn't want to charge because I didn't want it to influence my readings, mm-hmm. like getting paid. Oh, this person's paying me. I have to tell them something they want to hear <laughs> like kind of thing. Uh-huh. And mad at me because I don't do that. Like I, if there's yeah. something bad, I will tell them what's up. And I've had people get mad at me for that. I'm like, why are you paying me? Don't you want to know the truth? <laughs> I, I feel like they want to pay you to feel better about themselves and it's like okay we'll go to a therapist like yeah I, I did have to cut off some people because they were relying on me too heavily and mm-hmm. they were wanting to give me all of their money like every week to ask me the same questions and I was like we're not gonna I'm not gonna take advantage of you like that no and there are a lot of people who will um and I feel like part like some people after someone passes or something there's a lot of the people that come out of the woodwork that see dollar signs in that Mm -hmm. and it's sad but some of them that's what they want like they want to be told what they want to hear and it doesn't matter if it's real or not it's some sort of closure for them but that's not it's really hard for me to lie and Mm -hmm. (laughs) unless so it's funny because my co-host and I for the Wednesday segment we're talking about because she has autism as well and that it's really hard to lie unless it's somebody, I forget what it was, um, somebody who wants to be lied to basically. But at the same time, like I, I, I still have a problem with it. I still have trouble lying because it just seems so wrong. And I hate when people lie to me. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I just spent so long as a child not knowing I had autism and lying to myself and trying to figure out like how to fit in the world and not feel like an alien that I would rather not have that energy around me of mm-hmm. not the truth. And so, yeah, I've got, I've had my readings done a few times and I can tell when they're just trying to tell me what I want to hear and I hate it so much. I stopped going to anybody for readings besides my friends because mm-hmm. we've known each other so long, but I won't go to anybody else because I trust myself the most. So like, I know that I'm not going to lie to myself and tell myself what I want to hear. So I just do my readings myself and I'm content with that. <laughs> Yeah. But I know what you mean about feeling like an alien growing up and trying to figure out why you don't fit in and stuff. I, I definitely relate to that. Oh, it was just so weird because like I had the same desires, the same things that I liked, the same like that I like now, and it never really changed. It just kind of morphed. But I had to hide that because everyone thought I was either a serial killer or I, like they would talk about people like because I would find roadkill and then bury it and then get the bones later it was already dead like I've never killed anything Um, but I had this fascination and connection with death as if it wasn't the end like trying to figure out what was after that and 
what happens to everything after. And people would talk about people who had dead animals or played with like bones and things like that. And, and I would listen to them and I'm like, Oh yeah, those people are weird. Aren't they? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that. I don't do anything like oh. that. I would never bring roadkill home and think that it deserved more respect than staying in the road. <laughs> well, I was always obsessed with witches and ghosts growing up. And that's kind of where a lot of this started for me. It was just the fascination of what goes on after we die. Mm-hmm. Oh, like definitely. Before I even really understood the concept of death, I hadn't experienced that firsthand. Um, I was always very skeptical about my dolls like I, I didn't like them. And I always thought that they were haunted for some reason. I was just like, I don't want to look at it. It's going to start moving. And, you know, look at what I do now. <laughs> I like wait for them to move. I'm like, I know you can do it. Do it. <laughs> but like, awesome. I'll see you for hours. I'm like, you, you can light up those lights if you want. <laughs> I love it. And I love that you can be yourself and that, that you've like on TikTok, you're being yourself and I I was so drawn to that. I'm like, she's excited about it and I love it. And <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like what you were saying is there's a community of people out there and the internet really brings people together. I don't mm-hmm. have anyone in my personal life that cares about this stuff, but people on TikTok care about it for some reason. So I'm going to keep sharing it. Yeah, it's bringing the right people to you. And I like that. And I shared it with some people too. So <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate it. And I know Lee's going to be jealous that that we did this on just mine and not not both of ours, but (laughs) maybe we'll bring you back on. (laughs) Yeah, if they ever want to talk to me, I'm very open to that. And, you know, I try to get back to everyone who comments, but for some reason, TikTok hides my comments. And I don't get all I don't get notifications for all my comments and I feel bad. And TikTok's been unfollowing me from people sometimes. And I'm like, wait, I was following this. I've never unfollowed someone unless something like really bad happened. And I really didn't vibe with that person. But um, but yeah, it's been unfollowing me from people. And I'm like, I swear I didn't do it. It wasn't me so weird I don't I can't figure it out because it's telling me that my settings are wrong and I'm like no they're not I'm literally looking at them and it's it's fine I should be getting my comments so yeah Kirsten's like I want to see those comments about me (laughs) (laughs) and you need a thousand so you can go live too I know I'm I'm like 400 away or a little bit less than that so yeah, and I'm po- I'll you guys follow her. I'm posting her TikTok in the in the description. So go yeah, follow. Have you? On the <laughs> um, Kirsten is very much the star of the show. That's the way mm-hmm. she likes it, from what she's told me. She's excited about my new doll, Nancy. But the four dolls that I got yesterday, she told me that she was a little bit jealous of them because she doesn't want them to take her spotlight away. Uh-huh. So that's why she has the EMF. She's like, I want to light that up today. We won't let that happen. <laughs> yeah. You're always going to be the star, girl. <laughs> Who knows? That's awesome. <laughs> and then you also, I wanted to mention before I forget that you also make jewelry and you have an Etsy shop. Yeah. So it's Spooky Muse on Etsy. I make a lot of handmade earrings and home decor, all kinds of accessories, really. We've got mystery boxes and um yeah we're shipping everywhere in the united states one to three days after checkout so if you awesome you're faster than me <laughs> I appreciate it. 
and um you know we can get one of the girls to model the jewelry if you want <laughs> I've been thinking about that I'm like somebody might like some earrings or something I'll have to ask them if they want like an offering of earrings or they can I like your eyeball jewelry <laughs> thank you I need to figure out a way to get more of that because I have a doll eye necklace that blinks and stuff and I, I want to try to figure out if I can do that I think you can <laughs> I think I can too I just need to find somewhere that's selling just doll eyes so I can yeah. wire wrap it or something yeah that is awesome I would totally buy that <laughs> Okay, well, now that I know there's a market for it, maybe I can find a way to make that happen. It's just me. I'm the market. Hey, <laughs> I'm just the thing about my Etsy is I try to make something for everyone. So there's just mm -hmm. a little bit of everything for every kind of aesthetic or whatever. Um, and I'm always surprised about what sells and what doesn't. People really love food earrings right now. So a lot of those have been selling and I didn't think they would. <laughs> So, um, yeah, it's kind of like what we're talking about with the internet. There's always a space for everybody. There's always a community for everybody. Yes. Lee said the same thing, though. A lot of her favorite jewelry that she's made, because she sells jewelry on Etsy as well, is what doesn't sell. And then things that she was like, oh, this isn't going to sell, but I'll post it anyway is what sells. <laughs> she's like, oh, what is going on? <laughs> it's so interesting. I Yeah, I'm I'm really trying to figure out what my most selling pieces are but I think because I make everything for every kind of person I'm not gonna get that information yeah that's yeah I make uh hats and I only do them for a couple months a year because they're for Christmas time but they're yarmulke Santa Claus hats and yes. they are cute and I have two that I need to ship out right now um that I was waiting for some goodies to come in that I was going to put in the packages and I knew the people who ordered them so I was like you can wait just an extra week because I have stuff I have extra stuff to send you <laughs> oh that's sweet I love when people put a lot of effort into their small business I try to do that too and the person I bought my new doll Nancy from Nancy has picked out goodies for me to come oh. with her so I'm really excited to see what that is I love that me too oh. I know she's coming with a teddy bear because she loves stuffed animals and I'm a stuffed animal collector. So I think we're a good fit. That is a good fit. I'm a stuffed animal collector too. <laughs> I can't stop. I've been this way since I was a kid. I can't stop. <laughs> I have, I just moved everything because I was cleaning, but I have my oldest stuffed animal is an Elmo oh. that my cousin got me for my where is it I thought it would be over here she got it for me when my little brother was born because she was worried that I wouldn't like that I wasn't the only child anymore I loved my little brother though so jokes on her I got a stuffed animal and a doll and a brother but <laughs> I still have it but I was a little under two when he was born and I would suck on its eyeballs and so its eyes are just white <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> It's the creepiest looking doll. And I send her pictures all the time. Like, I'll take really creepy angle pictures for her. She's like, that is the thing of nightmares. Like, please stop. Oh, he's just really loved. It's not creepy. Just, he's just loved. I just want you to know I still have him. Yeah. Yeah, try to play it off. Like, it's just a sentimental thing. I'm not trying to creep you out at all. <laughs> but yeah, and right now I cannot stop getting Squishmallows. And I just... <laughs> 
I have so many and I just, I need to stop, but I can't. <laughs> no, I understand. Once you start going, it's hard to stop. My boyfriend always tells me like, you have enough stuffed animals. I'm like, no, there can never be enough. Like they mm-hmm. all deserve love. I can't go to a store and see one and just leave it there. No, you just need a bigger house. So, exactly. Yeah. I've been telling him, <laughs> no, we don't need to keep all my things in storage. We can just keep elevating our space and I can just mm-hmm. get rooms and rooms and rooms for all my antiques. <laughs> You'd be like the Winchester mansion and just keep building on. I was thinking about that earlier when we were talking about the historical homes and the guy who built your house reminded me of Mr. Mansion. (laughs) I want to go there so bad. They do after hours tours for podcasters and people with shows. And then you can record in there while you're, while you're inside. And I want to do that. Uh, The other one, uh, I want to go to Shawnee. So there was a, like a, park like a theme park in Shawnee that's closed down now because things kept happening and people kept dying um and they just kind of let nature overtake it but they do tours there you can still walk around and I want to go there too but there's a lot of negative energy there that I'm a little scared to go um because it was originally um a sacred graveyard for the Shawnee people and they didn't realize that is because they didn't live there. That's just where they would bring their dead and bury them. And so when a family took the land um, and started living there, the people kept coming and um, they eventually killed some of their kids and stuff. It was like a whole story, but they didn't realize that the land was sacred to them, not because they lived there, but because their dead was there. Mm-hmm. And um, then they built an amusement park on it, like all this stuff. And uh, now the... True much energy (laughs) and now the family that owns it um wants to preserve it and tell the real story of what happened on it and they that's the family that closed down the amusement park and said no we're gonna let the land have it and people can come and see the see the land but we're gonna tell them the real story of what happened and what this place was and everything the good and the bad that happened here and so the one the wife still lives there uh the husband died um, have a heart attack on the property and um yeah so she still lives there and and lets them do tours and stuff but it it seems like I'm so drawn to that place and I don't know why (laughs) oh I feel that way I don't know if you've heard of the Sally house but Mm -hmm. I have like a weird obsession with that place and it's a demonic house um and there's been like sacrifices and stuff in the basement and um I've been obsessed with it since I was a kid and I just feel like I should never go there because I think about it way too often and I'm I just feel like I need to so that tells me I shouldn't yeah I that's kind of how I feel like is it something negative drawing me there to or is it am I just drawn there because I want to feel what's going on like it's I'm very torn on whether or not I should I should go there yeah, I definitely believe it's a thing, though, that, like, negative entities will call out to people that they could take advantage of or something of that sort. So I, I will not be going to the Sally house as much as I would like to. Maybe when you're, like, 97. Maybe. Maybe when I'm, like, on my deathbed, someone can, like, wheel me in there and I can just experience it for a little bit. 
that's kind of how I feel. There's a lot of places that I want to go to that I don't feel that same. Like I have a desire to go there, but at this specific place, it's like I'm drawn to it. I don't know. I don't know. Like it's very different from like the Winchester mansion or the, where what are the other ones I really want to go to? There's some graveyards that I really want to go to just because the history of the people that are there um, and just seeing where they're buried. But it's, yeah, I don't know. I know what you mean though. Like I, I have locations where I'm like, Oh yeah, that would be so fun to go there. I'd really want to check that out. But there's something about the Sally house where I'm like, I have to. And I feel yeah. that way about my dolls too, where I'd see them online and I'm like, I can't stop thinking about it. I want to look at pictures of it every day. I have to buy it. Yeah. Are there any dolls you've missed out on getting that you wish you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too many. There, there'll be ones I see online that are in a bunch of people's carts and I'm like okay I'm just gonna save it for later and maybe I'll come back to it and then it gets sold and so I always feel sad when that happens has one ever come back up that you missed before no I I wish the only thing I can think of that's kind of similar is uh there's an antique mall a few towns over from me where it seems like a lot of their stuff just sits and doesn't really get sold because it's so big and so I'll see the same doll over and over again over a span of like five years. And I'm like, hmm, maybe I should get it this time. And I I don't. But that's the only thing yeah. similar. I have a couple objects like that that sat at an antique mall for a really long time. I have Masonic pillars that I got that I was just like, I'm going to, they wanted a lot of money for them. And I'm like, I'm not spending that, but I like to try to haggle and see what people will do. And I offered them a ridiculously low amount of money for them and they accepted it. So then I had to take them. Oh my gosh. I see, I, I need to get better about haggling. That's something that I need to start doing, but I'm just so anxious and nervous when I'm in public. I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to offend anybody and I don't want them to be like, she's annoying. Yeah, this place, but I knew that they had sat there for so long. Um, but I was able to do that with several objects that I got. So my dining room table, they no, no, sorry. My dining room table I paid full price for. The rug under my dining room table, they originally wanted ten thousand dollars for it. Whoa. And it's a Persian rug, like it's really nice and it had obviously just sat in a room that no one ever went in. Mm. But and it still had like the original receipt when they bought it. It was like $25,000. And I'm like, who spends that on a rug? Rugs are crazy expensive for no reason. They don't need so, to be that expensive. No. So I kept <laughs> going and I'm like, kept at- talking to them about it. It was part of an estate that people had had it on consignment there. And I'm like, no one's going to pay that for this rug. And it was about four years of me going there, maybe maybe three years of me going there, and it's still being there, just in the corner of the room, rolled up. And finally, I'm like, okay, you guys, this is taking up space. Like, you can you talk to them? Like, it's obviously been sitting here for years. I came been coming here for years. I'm like, will they take six hundred bucks for it? And they did. <laughs> so- wow. Oh my gosh! From ten thousand to six hundred, that's great. That's a good deal. Yeah, it cost that much to clean it, I found out, too. Oh. So I have not had it cleaned since I got it. Because... <laughs> but, like, maybe you could do that yourself. Maybe you could, like, DIY clean it somehow. I'm thinking so. I So I was renting a room to someone here, and their dogs 
peed on it before she left and this was like she left about a month ago and I'm like I need to get it cleaned like I've tried like with water and just like the things I see online that aren't going to hurt the rug but I think I could clean it. I just now I'm gonna have to wait until next summer because it's about to be winter here and <laughs> just stick it out my garage till summer but it's gonna be <laughs> worth it when you finally do get it you know it's gonna be even better than you imagine it's gonna be purple again <laughs> It's such a dingy color, and I was looking at pictures of when I first got it. I'm like, oh, it was so purple. <laughs> now it's like dark purple. Yeah, that that tends to happen with a lot of my antiques is that they just get discolored, and I'm like, what did this used to look like? What did this look I like wish, before I got it? I wish I trusted myself to restore things. <laughs> That's how I feel about my dolls. Is so many of them have matted hair just from being thrifted and stuff, and I, I don't want to hurt the doll in any way by trying to fix it so I wish I knew somebody that was trained in that (laughs) yeah I'm such a YouTube DIYer and but I don't trust myself still with some things that I've I understand yeah yeah I have quite a few objects that I like I would restore like there's a table (laughs) she likes that (laughs) like crazy she likes your stories you should come to my house (laughs) (laughs) maybe maybe she'll be the first traveling doll maybe she'll make it out of here yeah you guys need to go on a road trip (laughs) i need to figure out who's down for that because kirsten she gets angry sometimes so i don't know if she'd be one for a long ride Maybe if she knew where she was going, like something that's exciting to her. Yeah, maybe she can tell me where she'd want to go. And we can make that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I travel, so I converted a school bus into an RV. Oh, and good. yeah, it, it is cool. I just I just took the walls out of it, though, to redo some things because we lived in it for 10 months and I realized what I wanted to change. So when I got back home... Um, so I was having a lot of medical issues. So I came back home to be able to go to the Mayo Clinic and tore some of the walls out so I could redo things that, so it's more functional. And now I'm like, I want to travel again. Now it's all torn apart. <laughs> oh, no. But as solar, water. Um, but yeah, we had to figure out how to do solar from YouTube and <laughs> did it all ourselves. That's one thing I'm very grateful for is that we have YouTube to just teach us all these things that people don't tell you about. Like changing a tire. That's how I learned how to change a tire. Yeah, there's that guy on uh, YouTube that does the dad videos that shows you how to fix everything that no one tells you about. Yes, I love it. I think I, I think I know exactly who you're talking about um, because I my stepdad didn't teach me anything. And I was mainly with my mom and stepdad. And because I wasn't a brother, (laughs) one of my brothers, I didn't get to learn how to like take the dirt bikes apart, put them back together, work on the cars. And even though I was the one who went with him everywhere. So when he would go to the desert, I always went when he would go fishing every Friday, I would go with him. And my brothers had like, they would like to go to the desert, but they didn't really like working on things. They didn't like they would just stand there and watch him. I wanted to get my hands dirty. <laughs> well, now you got the YouTube videos, so now you can learn. I have a YouTube dad now. <laughs> we all have a YouTube dad. I love it. Um, my dad, 
uh, would have taught me, but I wasn't at his house very much. So it was because it was like every other weekend and then we were just doing fun things and he wasn't really working on things mm-hmm. and he would have taught me, but yeah, it just never came up when I was there. He taught me how to change my oil in my car. That's good. That's something that I wasn't taught. I was taught literally nothing about my car other than how to drive it. So I had to learn a lot of things through trial and error by myself, pretty much. Yeah. And I'm about to, so my next car I'm getting that I've been researching, which one I want to get is a hearse. And I really like, really want to get a hearse because it'll tow my boat. They're actually like hardcore, like they'll tow things. And so I want to, so I want to paint my boat like a Barbie boat and have it be all bright and colorful and then tow it with my like black hearse. That's, that's very me. I have two different conflicting aesthetics. So I've got like the frilly dolls and everything, but then I also love the dark spooky stuff. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. I think that's why I was drawn to you. Well, I appreciate you saying that. That means a lot to me that people are resonating with my content and <laughs> yes, with me as a person. That means yeah. a lot. Well, awesome. I So we've been on for about an hour. So we'll wrap up this episode. And I'm always awkward about ending things. So <laughs> it's hard to find a stopping point once you just get talked in, you know? I know it is. And my, my guest episodes are always way longer than my just me because I can make myself shut up when it's just me. but yes you are always welcome back on the show and if you want to come on to the episode with lee and i and talk about anything we are definitely open to having you back on and i know she's going to be jealous she wasn't here (laughs) well maybe when nancy comes she'll be all about it and we can talk with nancy i definitely Definitely. do another episode Yeah, for sure. And I, yeah, I really appreciate you. I look forward to connecting with you more. And, oh, here's the, here's my, my question though, that I knew that I need to remember to ask all of my guests on my individual one. What's your favorite dinosaur? I'm a triceratops girl. I'm I'm kind of basic. I'm here for it. Nice. There's no wrong answer to that. As long as it's a dinosaur. Yeah. (laughs) I I do also like a pterodactyl, but I'm thinking both great answers (laughs) well I want to thank you so much for coming on and I will post all of your links in the description when this comes out and this this episode is actually going to come out on Monday so it's going to be fast uh, because I'm behind on recording (laughs) well thank you so much for having me it really means a lot this is my first podcast so thank you for having me giving us the time of day Of course, anytime. And I hope that you have a wonderful Friday the 13th and go do some spooky stuff. Yeah, I was gonna say, I hope we have some sort of spooky occurrence, both of us. I hope so. We'll reconnect and see what happens. (laughs) Wonderful. Well, you have a great day and um, thank you everyone for listening and definitely go over to YouTube. If you listen to this on audio, because there was definite visual things that happened that you would love to see the dolls were communicating. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) The EMF over there. She was lighting up quite a bit. Yeah, she was. Does she want to say anything else before we go? No, we can bring her up and see if she will do anything for us. 
trying not to light up her cat ball myself. I'll let her do that if she feels like doing that. I don't know if she will say anything. It's okay. You don't have to. You don't have to. You do you want to say anything to the viewers? She's like, follow my mom and buy things from her Etsy. Yeah, that's that is what she's saying. <laughs> Support small businesses. Support small business. It goes directly back into our economy. And for <laughs> more dolls. and more dolls. <laughs> well, thank you very much for having us. All right. You have a wonderful day. Thank you, you too. Bye.